going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dadon Tolbert Show, the original urban podcast. I am your host, Dadon Tolbert. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to do something tonight that I really haven't done in really years, you know, and, and I want to take it old school. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you guys uh, tuned in 15 years ago when I first started this show. And, um, you know, as you know, it started at 9 o'clock. Like, that's just what it was. It was every Thursday, actually, at uh, at 9 o'clock. And then it, you know, grew to, uh, at one point, Monday, Wednesday, and, and, and Friday at 9 o'clock. And then at one point we were doing it, you know, every weeknights at 9 o'clock. And then, uh, you know, it just kind of took on a life of its own. But I, I wanted to, like I said, I just felt like talking tonight, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I felt like talking tonight. So I said, you know what, let me do a live show. And um, I was actually just going to do, a, a, you know, just a Facebook Live, but I was like, nah, you know what, let me let me just, uh, I said, the world needs to hear this, man. People, you know, all over need to hear this. So I, you know what I mean? I put it on the, uh, you know, decided to do a whole podcast. So um, tonight I want to talk about uh, Kamala Harris. Um, I want to talk about Kamala Harris. I want to talk about Joe Biden. I want to talk about this political process because, you know, I haven't been talking a lot of politics lately, not not here uh, on these on these shows, on the podcast. Um, and I wanted to uh, get back to it a little bit. Everybody is talking about uh, Joe Biden's announcement yesterday to uh, pick Kamala Harris uh, to be his running mate for, you know, for vice president. And, uh, I mean, and that's cool, but I just want to unpack it a little bit. I want to dig into it a little bit. Um, and just, so that's what I'm going to do tonight, man. This is, I want to just, I was going to save this, but this is just kind of like the calm before the storm because I had always planned on doing a show tomorrow, and I'm still going to do it tomorrow um, on, on, on that Cardi B, <laughs> on that WAP. What they, what they call it, WAP? What's that stand for? Who knows what that stands for? Y'all know what it stands for. So I wanna, that's, what I wanna, that's, that's going to be a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, I want to talk about that. I want to, you know, Facebook, social media in general is going crazy. Uh, it's been crazy this past week. So I want to talk about WAP. I want to talk about Kamala Harris. And I said, you know what? I can't be silent, man. I got to, I got to, you know what I mean? I got to come back live and, and, and talk about this stuff. Uh, shout out to you guys who listened to my last live show on uh, Will and Jada. That was the last time I was live talking about the entanglements how to avoid an entanglement specifically. So, uh, you know, a lot of people have been hitting me up about that. A lot of people uh, liked what I had to say about the, you know, their situation and just overall how to avoid entanglements, how to avoid getting strung along, how to avoid being, um, you know, looked at in a not-so-good way. You know what I mean? So uh, if you missed that, if anyone missed that show or any show, um, check it out. Check me out uh, at Uh uh, show, we're also uh, heard on uh, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, you know, wherever, you know what I mean, podcasts, wherever you hear your podcast. Check me out on this. Um, <clears throat> so, like I said, man, I, today I want to, and this isn't, like I said, this isn't going to be a super long show. I got to I gotta preserve my voice for tomorrow, man. I gotta, I'm really passionate about that whole Cardi. I got a lot to say about that Cardi B, but I just wanted to talk today a little bit about, about um Joe Biden, vice presidential uh, pick. The first thing I want to say is this, and I, I put up a post um, earlier today, um, this evening, and I said that it's 100% okay to be your own person 
with your own thoughts, you know, and regardless of what the social media police think, regardless of um, what Facebook bullies think. And that's what we, we have gotten into. We've, we've gotten into a bullying society, right? If anybody thinks differently from what the masses, and I use that term loosely because it's really not the masses, but a lot of times it's just what your immediate circle, your social media timeline says, because that's really all you see. You know what I mean? You don't really see other people. You see what you see, and if what you see is this group think that says everyone should hate Donald Trump or everyone should support uh, uh, Kamala Harris, everyone should like Cardi B because it's women, it's women's empowerment. You know, why can't women do this and men do this? And it's just like whatever it is, politics, music, whatever, social action, whatever the situation is, we are all required to think the same way. And anyone who doesn't think exactly the same way that the masses think, they are ostracized, they are attacked, they are bullied, they're put down, they're called a bigot, you know, they're called homophobic. They are, I mean, they're just attacked. And I think, and that's what I want to just talk about briefly tonight, you know what I'm saying, in regards to specifically this situation. You know, because with me, uh, so that's what I want to say. I want to just say that. I want to make sure that's heard. I want to make sure that's clear. And shout out to everybody listening on uh, Facebook, social media. Share the post. You know, add yourselves to the Dayton Tober Show, uh, friends of the Dayton Tober Show group. Uh, like me on social media, all that good stuff. Turn on your notifications so you know when I'm going live and all that stuff. But just to repeat, it's 100% okay to be your own person. It's okay to have your own thoughts. Don't worry about what Facebook bullies, Facebook social media police think. And if we're talking specifically about the black community, do all black people have to think alike? I mean, let's just talk about that for a second. Okay. Is Donald Trump a racist? Probably so. Is Joe Biden a racist? Probably so. Um, Is George Bush a racist? Probably so. Have we ever had a non-racist president? You know what I mean? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? What people need to understand is this. We live in a corrupt, fraudulent society, racist society, sexist society, classist society. So that's just where we live. If you don't want to understand that, if you don't want to subscribe to that, it's time to move out of the United States because that's the society that we live in. It's a racist and corrupt society, period. That's just what it is, and it's not going to change. I like the stuff that I've been seeing, but that's the government that we live in. This political political process is not for us. Presidents, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, guys, but presidents are selected, not elected. But that's a whole other conversation. You know what I mean? Go out and vote, do what you do, but just understand where we live. Understand how this, this Bernie told you this system is corrupt. Donald Trump has told you that this system is corrupt. Barack Obama has told you this system is corrupt. John F. Kennedy has told you this system is corrupt right before they put a bullet in his head. So understand the system is corrupt. You can vote all you want. You can do whatever you want to do, but the system is corrupt. It's run by corporations. It's run by billionaires, and that's just what it is, lobbyists, you know, other countries. So that is what needs to be said 
to begin with. You know, we're, we're operating under a flawed system, a corrupt system. So, if honestly, and I'm just to be real with y'all, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter who you vote for. None of that even matters, just to, just to put that out there. Nobody's really going to, that's not politically correct to say, but it doesn't matter what you do. You can vote all you want. What's going to be is going to be what it's going to be. All right? I hate to, you know, be the bearer of bad news, but that's what it is. But as far as we go as a community, I've been hearing people say we need to unify. We need to all join together to get Trump out of office. Donald Trump is the devil. And he very well may be. But the, here, here's the issue. Here's the problem with that. And it's really not a problem because you can, you're free to do what you want to do. But what it all comes down to is how do you feel? Not how do your friends feel. Not how are you afraid to express that you feel. But how do you actually feel? You know what I'm saying? Are you, do you even classify yourself as a Democrat or a Republican? Because guess what? I, you know, again, it's okay not to, because I don't, and I don't care what nobody thinks. I'm not so you're a Trump supporter. You're this and that. I'm not nothing. I'm Dadon Tolbert. I'm a Christian who loves Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian who loves his uh, father, who loves his family. And, and, and that's where I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. I'm a talk show. I'm a lot of things. But what I, what I am not is going to put myself into a box where, with, where people have these ideologies that I don't even believe in, I don't even subscribe to. I, don't, I would, hell would freeze over before I would classify myself as a liberal. You know what I'm saying? I do not subscribe to calling myself a Republican. I don't, you know, some, it, it, it is true. So I want to be clear about this. As a Christian, I have found that many of my views are more in line with, on the conservative side. But what people need to understand is, being a conservative does not, or have, excuse me, having conservative views on particular topics does not necessarily mean you identify with the Republican Party. You can be a conservative or not, or have anti-liberal views, but not want to put yourself into a box. And guess what? That's okay. Guess what? You can criticize certain liberal views or candidates that have a liberal platform. If you don't agree with it, guess what? That doesn't make you a Trump supporter. And guess what? And I'll even take it a step further. Guess what? If you're a Trump supporter, I'm going to go off on a limb here and say, that is okay. Right? It's okay. It's okay to be a Trump supporter. It's okay to be an Obama supporter. It's okay to be a Kamala Harris supporter. It doesn't matter. That's your views. <laughs> like, it sounds so stupid to even have to say that. Back in the day, I remember having these debates. I was actually on a, a few debate teams. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened to having positive, respectful debates? But I don't care if it's political debates. I don't care if it's religious debates, relationship and dating debates. But back in the day, people actually used to be able to debate and still be friends afterwards. I have a good friend who who is a really good friend of mine. And we talk every day. And guess what? He is a diehard liberal. He hates my conservative views. You know, but guess what? We debate every day, and then we go on into another topic. And we have a great conversation. We laugh and we joke. And guess what? We've been friends for 20 years. I have other friends that I've been friends with for 30 years. And guess what? 
we debate. But now I turn on social media, I see friends, I see family, I see frat brothers, I see sorority sisters fighting and, and unfriending and blocking and cussing. And it's like, yo, why are y'all debating about someone else's views? Why do you care what somebody posts on their page about their political views? It's not your views. It's my views. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask for you. And this is no disrespect to anybody. But when I post something on my page, and again, I, I mean this with no disrespect at all to anyone, but I didn't ask for your opinions. You guys choose to listen in, but this show is not for y'all. I don't know if y'all, maybe I'm a little bit different, but when I post something, if I have, I have a, okay, let me just tell you I have a, a group called the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group, right? And if you notice, if you guys are in there, you see it. But every day there are different topics and different questions that I specifically post, questions that I ask that I want your feedback from, right? I want to see your answers. I want to hear your opinions. But very rarely, if ever, on my Facebook page do I ask questions that I ask for your feedback on because I don't want it. I, I really don't. And, and again, that's, I, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I'm not asking for your opinions. I'm not. I am making, if you look on my, scroll down my page, I'm making statements. I'm making statements. It's fine if you, you know, want to debate and you want to engage and you have, but that's I'm not, but just know that I'm not asking for that and I'm definitely not asking for it if you don't agree I'm definitely not asking for it if you want to argue and you want to fight and you want to criticize I, that's not what it's for my page is for my thoughts this podcast is for my thoughts I don't go and again I, I've been on social media on Facebook since the beginning you know since it converted over from MySpace everybody was at first on Black Planet they went to MySpace and now they're on Facebook. I don't think I've ever just gone on someone else's page with the sole purpose of debating their thoughts because I don't care. I don't know. And again, no disrespect to you and your page and your thoughts, but I don't care. I don't care about your thoughts. I'm not going to do And I'm sorry. No, I shouldn't say It's not that I don't care, but if I don't agree, I'm going to keep scrolling. There's some people I do care. Some people I don't, but other people I, I do care what you have to say. But if I don't agree with what you have to say, I'm not going to publicly criticize you and debate with you and argue with you and attack you for your thoughts on your page. It makes no sense to do. That's your thoughts. We live in America where you actually constitutionally have the right to free speech. So when I see friends and family and sorority sisters and fraternity brothers fighting each other over their opinions, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. You know, it's okay to have, you know, a common cause. It's okay to have um, a common goal. You know, like if we're talking about racism, like, all right, like if you're black, you know what I'm saying, and we obviously understand that we are under attack as black people. There, there are problems with us killing each other. There are problems with that. That's the biggest problem right there. We're killing each other at a crazy rate. Other problems are the fact that police are also killing us. Other problems are we're killing our babies with abortion. Other problems, we have tons of problems. The, the school systems are messed up. You know, kids are right, walking around out here, can't read. 
you know, different things. Families can't, you know, you know, we have a pandemic going on. So if we are able to identify common goals, you know, that everyone should be on board, everything I just named are major, major problems, right? We can have a common goal, but we can also have different ways of fighting those problems and combating those problems. It's okay to go about it a different way. We don't have to fight about it. Now, when you have people who, who would get out here and say, well, we're, you know, there's no racism out here. There's no police aren't killing us. No, we're not killing us. There's no such thing as black on black. That's all false. I mean, and, and I tune people like that out because they're all major problems. But don't don't fight with each other. We, to be honest, we fight with each other more than white people fight with us. I mean, think of. I mean, I'm being real with y'all. I don't get attacked by white people. I've never been attacked by a white person, but I've been attacked by black people. I've never been cussed out by a white person but I've been cussed out by black people. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just not to say that it doesn't happen, but you see what I'm saying? We are our own worst enemy. We need to get back to respecting. You don't have to agree. You don't have, you don't have to agree. But guess what? You have to respect someone else's opinion because it's just that. It's their opinion. Nobody's out here trying to say, oh, this is fact. I believe this or this is a fact. No, it's just their opinion. It's okay to be your own person with your own thoughts and tune out the Facebook bullies, weirdos, sitting backs, depressed people, miserable people. There, there are so many people. I want to be clear about this. You are a miserable person because a lot of haters are listening right now. I want to be very clear. You are a miserable person if you sit back and do nothing but scroll down your timeline looking for things to disagree with looking for people to disagree with. I, I swear I hate those people because i tell you what I do. i tell you what I do. The very first thing I do when I see them, I delete. They say, well, you don't like people to disagree with me. Oh, no, I love people to disagree with me because I like to debate. And it's, a lot of times it's, in, in good, um, it, it's, a, it's a good thing. But when you have a hater, I'll give you an example. I swear, and this is, I, I like to be transparent with people. I like to be transparent. Y'all know me. I keep it real. I had a 10-year anniversary on July 10th, 10 years of marriage. My daughter had a, a birthday on on July 21st, right? Um, you know, I, I put a post up. I said to wish my wife a happy birthday on, on July 30th. And, and, and hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, commented on these things, and, you know, and, and that's great. But, oh, I have no problem saying, if I put up a post, and this I want to be very transparent because this is, this is 100% fact. If you are the type of miserable, depressed individual that will see those types of monumental uh, uh, occasions on my timeline or on your timeline and make a conscious decision to ignore that, but when I post about Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Donald Trump or something like that, and then you want to come on and debate about that, oh, you just you might as well just delete yourself. Because that right there, friends, is a hater. Be clear. It's not, you're not a hater for disagreeing. I want to be very clear about that. You, it's fine to de- uh, debate. It's fine to disagree. But if you purposely and consciously ignore positive things and positive posts and positive accomplishments, and you only comment on things that you perceive to be negative, oh, you're, you might even get blocked. And I don't care who you are. 
because you're not my friend. You're not. You're not nothing. If you're someone that does that, like I don't do. And maybe I'm just different. But I don't do. I might not even know you. But if you have a one year old, oh, this is my child's one year birthday, or hey, I just got this promotion. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give it a thumb up. And I don't know all my Facebook friends and followers. I don't know y'all. But if I see it, I'm gonna comment to it. Now, if I don't see it, I don't. I just don't see. I'm just being real with you. If you, if, you know, what I'm saying, and not to beat a dead horse, but. I just I, I have a strong disdain for haters and just negative individuals. So I'm just say that before I go any further. But let's talk about voting for a second. And I have a friend. My shout out to my man Steve. Shout out to Steve. He said on on his on his page. He said he said he saw a post on his page. He said he saw people that were asking people if they were Trump supporters to to make themselves known so he could so they could uh delete them. And I'm just like, that's the type of stuff that's just stupid, man. You know what I mean? You have friends and followers that you just want to delete because their views differ from yours. And that's come on, that's petty. But yeah, let's let's start respect. Like I said, let's start respecting. Let's talk about spirituality. excuse well, I want to talk about spirituality. Uh, but what I want to say as far as voting goes, like I said, you can vote, you can not vote, it doesn't matter what you do, to be real with you. But if you choose to vote, I would encourage you to vote your conscience. You know what I'm saying? Vote your interests. Vote your spiritual beliefs. Because at the end of the day, what else are you voting for? You're not voting for a popularity contest, are you? I know I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm, I'm voting for things that I'm passionate about. Now, here's what you got to understand. No, no political candidate is going to be perfect. Uh, uh, Barack Obama was not perfect at all. Um, Joe Biden is far from perfect. Donald Trump is not perfect. So you have to pick. And for me, I pick. I think about what are the main issues that I'm most passionate about. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I'll just tell you. For me, I'm very passionate about children. I'm a father. I'm very passionate about children. So abortion is a major um, political, you know, um, thing that I am passionate about. So that's why I would, and that's just like if you are someone who supports um, partial abortions or just abortion in general, um, that's something that, that's like a, a, I just can't support that. You know what I'm saying? So, again, that's something that, that's like a political thing that I look for. Um, I am not into this whole gay agenda, okay? I'm not into that. Nope, not at all. Um, I am not the type of person that is uh, has liberal beliefs when it comes to um, gender reassignment, uh, kid, like this whole D-Wade thing, Dwayne Wade, you know, oh, yeah, it's okay. I have a son, but he, he wants to make, he thinks he's a female, so we're going to call him Zaya. Okay, we're we're just gonna allow him to de- determine what his gender is. Okay, yeah, we're not doing that, and it's it's not right. It's not biblical, right? It's, it's not. It doesn't even make sense. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy, and I don't care who has a problem with that. Dwayne Wade is a clown. Gabrielle Union is a clown. There's anyone who supports that stuff to me. Is not a Christian. Is not is not exhibiting Christian beliefs. 
You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we have to start taking a stand for our beliefs. What kind of Christian are you when you sit back and, and defend gender reassignment, transgender activity, gay this, gay that? What, what does the Bible say about that? And I'm just asking a question. I'm not accusing. I'm not attacking. I'm just asking a question. It, it, as Christians, we're supposed to follow the teachings of the Bible. So how can you, we, what, what, what's happening is we're putting political correctness ahead of spiritual correctness. Because everyone knows homosexuality, transgender, gender reassignment, this and that. That's not biblical. Everyone knows that. So if you're not trying to be biblically correct or spiritually correct, you're only worried about being politically correct and ultimately socially correct. And really it all comes down to popularity. You want to be popular. You want to get likes. But guess what? The problem with this whole scenario is I don't care about likes. I don't care about popularity. I don't care about Facebook bullies. I don't care about none of that. And it would be great if I could see more people who also didn't care about that. Let me tell you, you guys, I'll tell you a quick story. You ever, anyone, like I said, you guys are, many of you are in the Friends of the Day on Tolbert Show group. And, uh, but a lot of people, it's been around for a while. I want to say maybe at least 10 years, 11, 12 years, something like that. But Facebook has been around since for about 15 years. And so somebody might say, well, why didn't you start the group when we first got on Facebook? Well, what happened in the beginning was I was in, because I like to debate. So I added myself to a lot of these little groups. And, and I just did what I do on my page. You guys see how I talk and how I, you know, my posts and different things I put out there. And every time I would get kicked out and kicked out and kicked out and kicked out and blocked. And, then, and it wasn't, it would be like I would get into a debate with a couple people and then the administrators of that group would kick me out because they just didn't like the, you know, the back and forth. They didn't like the drama, as they called it. So what I did was I said, you know what, I'm going to start my own group. And there you have, that's how the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show was, uh, was born. Not to have a whole bunch of people who agree with me because, as you see in the group, it's not about agreeing, but it's about being able to agree, uh, excuse me, agree or disagree respectfully. We debate in there every day, but it's okay to have a difference of opinion, a respectful difference of opinion, and that's what we've gotten away from as a society, as a community. But like I said, man, you know, whether it's abortion, the gay agenda, Satanism, you know what I'm saying? We live in a, a anti-God society. In my opinion, Democrats and, and liberals specifically have a, an anti-God agenda. Does that mean that Republicans have a godly agenda? No, it doesn't, because a lot of things that Republicans do are very anti-godly. A lot of things that Donald Trump does are very anti-godly. I did a whole show criticizing Donald Trump recently about some very specific things that he did that I do not agree with. But the reality is this. You have to factor in your spiritual beliefs when making these decisions. People say you should have a separation of church and state. That's not for you. <laughs> people, some people don't even know what they're talking about. Let me just school you up. Separation of church and state has nothing to do with you separating your spiritual beliefs from your political beliefs. That, that's not what that, that's about. You, y'all do know that, right? Separation of church and state is a governmental regulation where, where the government is separating church from state. The government is separating religion from legislation. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with you as a an individual 
But you as a private citizen, you as a Christian, you know what I'm saying, having your own thoughts that should align with your spiritual beliefs. Why would you separate? Think about it. That sounds stupid. Why would you separate your spiritual beliefs from your political beliefs? For what purpose? I don't. Everyone that wants to act like you, you can't, you have to. You don't. And guess what? If somebody is talking some crazy, a, a candidate, they're talking something crazy that you that, that doesn't sit right in your spirit, why the heck would you vote for them? For what? What's ha- we live in, this is such a dangerous, a dangerous time that we're in right now because what we're seeing is so many people hate Donald Trump. Everyone hates Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a pawn. I want to be very clear about that. Donald Trump is a pawn. Any president, any person who sits in the Oval Oval Office as president is a pawn, a pawn who's being controlled to push a larger agenda. Everyone is talking about hating Donald Trump. You don't understand if you hate Donald Trump, you really hate the larger machine behind Donald Trump. People will say, well, Donald Trump is so stupid. Donald Trump is this. Donald Trump is that. And a lot of that stuff he is. So if that's the case, how, who, who's pulling the strings then? Because it ain't Donald Trump. Which is it? Is he stupid? Or is he, you know what I mean? Like, because if he's stupid, then you best believe there's somebody very, very smart behind the scenes controlling all this stuff. So he's a puppet. And in this case, I, I've never, it's amazing. I have literally seen people say, I don't care what Joe Biden does. I don't care what he says. I don't care what he does. I'm going to vote for him because I hate Donald Trump. Do you guys realize, how one, how stupid that sounds? And this is no disrespect to anybody, but do you realize how stupid that sounds? You literally just said, I don't care what he does or what he says. He could, so that, what does that mean? He could come out and say, well, if you don't vote, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Oh, I'm sorry, he already said that. Oh, I'm sorry, he could already he could come out and be like, you know what, white kids. Or what did he say? What was the racist thing? The most late, the latest most racist thing that he said. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But he says a lot of things that are just stupid, and people are just gonna kill, still vote, still vote, still vote. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, because if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. I'm good with it. I don't. I want to be clear. I don't care who you vote for, and at the end of the day, you shouldn't care who I vote for. It's not your business. It's not my business who you uh, who you vote for, and I genuinely don't care who you vote for. Like, and I I mean that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I genuinely mean that. I don't care who you vote for, and I have problems understanding why people care who I vote for. You know what I mean? Why do you care what somebody else's opinion is on politics? You're not in a relationship with that person. You're not going to marry that person. That person isn't putting money into your pocket. Why are you worried about their political or spiritual beliefs? I don't just scroll down people's timelines wondering, oh, let me see what this person thinks. Let me see what's on their mind today at 4 o'clock. Let me just go to their page and see what they're talking about. But people darn sure do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I can't wait for I just love when haters um, rear their ugly heads so I can just hit that unfriend button delete button, block button, whatever it is. Because it's like you, we have a responsibility to surround ourselves with positive people. If you're surrounding yourself with positive or with negative people that you just, like, fake friends, like, for what? For what purpose? What does, what does that do for you? 
And let me say this, and I've said this on, on social media before. You don't have to be friends, Facebook friends, with everybody that you know. You, you do realize that, right? It's okay to know someone, but they not have them actually on your, your friends list. You know, and that's okay. You know, I have actual good friends that we don't follow each other on, on Facebook because we just it's no point. He doesn't want to see what I what I put up, and I don't want to see what he puts up. And so, and, and that's just what it is, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, do do yourselves a favor, man. When it comes to voting, vote your conscience. Take a stand. Stop being afraid. Afraid? What are y'all afraid of? What are y'all afraid of? Somebody attacking you? Somebody, I mean, what? What are they going to do? Not liking your post? What does a like do? Likes don't do anything for me. Like, likes don't pay my bills. They don't put money in my cash app account. I mean, y'all can put money in my cash app account if y'all want to. TRC Worldwide if you if you want to. I'm just saying. But you know, likes aren't doing that. You know? Let me let me say this. Let me say this. Um, people back in the day, when we were going through the whole voter, um, just you know the civil rights movement, when we were really struggling to get the right to vote, you know what I'm saying? We our, our parents, our grandparents, great grandparents, things like that. They struggled. They fought for us to have the right to vote. Okay. And, and, and I respect that struggle. I respect that struggle. And so I will always vote. I want to be very clear about that. I will always vote. In every election, I will vote. I'm not going to broadcast who I vote or what I vote for or who I vote for. But I'm going to vote because I respect my grandparents. And I know what my grandmother went through. You know, um, I know what my grandfather went through. I know what my parents went through. I know what I was taught growing up, so I will always vote. Although we have a, I want to be clear, although we have a corrupt and fraudulent political system, I will still participate. I know it's fake. I know it's a sham, but I will still participate just to honor the people who came before me that got sprayed with the, the hoses, that got bit by the dogs, that were arrested just for the right to vote. So I will always vote. I want to be very clear about that. But at the end of the day, people don't care who you vote for. Excuse me, excuse me. People don't care if you vote, okay? People don't really care. Back in the day, it was make sure you vote, vote, vote. And even now, you hear people saying, make sure you vote, make sure you vote. But that is one of the most disingenuous things that you can say because people don't really care if you vote. They don't give a damn. People only care if you vote if you're voting for who they want you to vote for. That's what it really is, isn't it? I mean, let's be honest with you. If I'm like, yo, or not even me, if somebody's like, yo, yeah, they're like, oh, did you vote? Did you vote? Wait, what time are you going to vote? Where do you vote at? Oh, yeah, I'm voting, but I'm voting for Donald Trump. You're going to say, what? You better stay your ass at home. You don't want that person to vote. And they don't want you to vote if you're voting for Donald Trump or if you're voting for someone or they're a Trump supporter and you're voting, not voting for Trump. They don't want you to vote just like you don't want them to vote. So people are so disingenuous. That's why I don't care who you, because I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't care who you vote for. So I don't care if you vote or not. I don't care what you do. You know what I mean? I, I, maybe I'm just a different person. I care what my kids do. I care what my wife does. 
I don't care what you do, and I don't want you to care what I do, because I don't care what you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You know, if you vote for Donald Trump, hey, you know, MAGA 23, go right ahead. I don't care what you do. If you vote for Joe Biden, guess what? Cool. Okay, maybe we'll have the first black vice president. Great. But I don't care. You see what I'm saying? I genuinely don't care what you do. And you should not care what I do. Let's talk about, like, but like I said, I want to be clear. I do respect the struggle, and I will vote, and hopefully you guys will vote also. I just want to put that out. Vote. Make sure you vote, if you choose to. Some people don't vote for other reasons, and guess what? That's okay, too. I respect that also. It's not an obligation. It's not a requirement that you vote. You have a right to vote. You also have a right not to vote. And it's not my place to question those what, what thought process went into that decision. It's not my place. That's your choice. That's your decision. We've got to stop bullying people and, and, more importantly, stop allowing yourself to be bullied. Stop allowing – don't let someone bully you. What are they going to do? Fight you, beat you up because you, you voted or didn't vote or voted for someone that they didn't want you to vote for? Who cares? doesn't matter. And if somebody wants to unfriend you, somebody wants to uh, block you or whatever, attack you, then guess what? Newsflash. That wasn't your friend to begin with. That's not your friend. Okay? So let's talk about Kamala Harris. Like I told you, if y'all are just tuning in, this is this is the calm before the show. I wasn't even going to go live tonight. Y'all know me. I haven't done a, a – I used to do the show at 9 o'clock. I used to do the show – from 9 o'clock to midnight, me and Gerald, me and Courtney, be up till 12 o'clock, 12, you know what I mean, just talking. Y'all remember those days. They're all available at com, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Check me out, Um, But I just felt like talking tonight. But tomorrow I'm coming back. I haven't done a back-to-back show in forever. But tomorrow, just for the people who are on that CPT time, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm coming back to talk about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. WAP, you know what I mean? That's tomorrow. I'm gonna be talk- I was going to keep- save it for Keeping It Real Fridays, and to be real with y'all, I might still save it for Keeping It Real Fridays because I might be tired tomorrow from being up talking to y'all all night. I will see. But y'all listening, no matter what. what, day, what is- but I think it'll be tomorrow. I think it'll be tomorrow. But look out for it. It's gonna be- that's going to be a real one. But let's talk about Kamala Harris. How do I feel about Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris, and I, I again, I'm not the most um, – knowledgeable about her. I haven't, you know, I, I did see her. Uh, she was on The Breakfast Club a few times um, talking about her platform. I heard both of those interviews. Um, she got caught in a lie talking about smoking weed um, in college, and that we found out that that was a lie, um, that whole thing. Um, but when, And I talked about this on the thing uh, on a show I did months ago. I have a big issue with Cardi B. Well, you'll hear it tomorrow. I have a big issue with Cardi B and, um, you know, women that any woman, any woman or any person that glorifies hoish behavior. And you, like I said, I'll talk more about that tomorrow. And any woman that um, glorifies prostitution, glorifies demeaning yourselves, influencing negatively young people, I have a problem with that. And Cardi B does a lot of that. And so subsequently, I have a problem with Kamala Harris because on The Breakfast Club, she was asked, hey, so, so, so Kamala Harris, 
how do you how do you feel about Cardi B? And she said, Oh my gosh, I just love her. I love Cardi B. She's great. I said, What? Are you like this is a black woman? I don't know if she has kids or not, but she said, She's great. I love Cardi B. And then she went on and on and talked about oh, yeah, her music and she's so talented and this and that. And I'm just listening and it's just like at what point do do we as a society take a stand and say, Well, honestly, yes, she's the most popular hip hop female artist out right now. Yes, I'm running for public office, but honestly, because of her lyrics and the fact that she glorifies prostitution, no, I do not support Cardi B, Charlemagne, Angela Yee, DJ uh, Envy. Uh, no, I do not support her. No, she's not great. She actually is a bad influence. She actually does make garbage music. But no, Kamala Harris sat up there and said she loves Cardi B. Cardi B is great. What the heck? is great about Cardi B. Seriously, all jokes aside, somebody in the comments, somebody listening, somebody inbox me, DM me, what is great about Cardi B? What does she do that's great? Is the glorification of prostitution great? Is having a wet-ass pussy great? Is that what's great about her? Is, a, is staying with a man who you know is cheating on you, is that great? Is talking about F and then I get the money. First I F him, then I get the money. You F him, and then you get the money? What the heck does that sound? That's prostitution. So Kamala Harris, Miss future vice president, I want to ask you, what is great about Cardi B? What is great about those lyrics? Not a thing. So that was where, that's what, honestly, that's what really turned me off to, to Kamala Harris. Because it's like, yo, you're going to sit up there and tell these, these, don't you guys get it? She could possibly be the first black vice president in the history of this country. Guess what? She could be the first black president, or excuse me, female president in this country. She could be. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen with Joe Biden. She could be president. She has young women, young boys looking up to her. So if she says, Cardi B is great, but she must be great. That's dangerous. Cardi B is a gang, and I'll talk, like I said, I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow, but this is specifically related to my view on Kamala Harris. That's why I'm focusing. But like I said, tomorrow I have a lot to say about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. In fact, I've already, many of you tuned, have been listening over the last several months. I've talked about them. Check it, you know, check the shows out at uh, daydontorbertshow.com. You know, and you'll hear my previous shows discussing them, but that's dangerous. The same is, is, is just as dangerous as, as Michelle Obama saying that uh, Beyonce is a great role model. How the hell is Beyonce a great role model when she does the same thing, when she takes off her clothes, exposes her crotch for the world to see? What's a great role When she talks about, oh, he Monica lewinsky on my dress. What, what are you talking about? What kind of message are you sending to these kids? You know what I'm saying? And yes, yeah, and again, I'll talk more about this tomorrow, but yes, parent, it's the parent's job to uh, be the, the person in charge of deciphering what's okay and what's not okay for the children to listen to. Yes, that's the case. But what happens when the parents are the ones listening to Cardi B? 
What happens when the parents are the ones buying the $500 tickets to go to the Beyonce concert? You are, at that point, you already know what the kids are going to be exposed to because the parents don't see anything wrong with it. See, growing up, my mom and my father told me, you will not listen to this music. You will not watch those videos on BET. Where are the parents of today that are saying, you will not listen to Cardi B? You will not listen to Beyonce. You will not watch this video with the wet-ass pussy. I haven't heard anyone talking about this, censoring that from their household. I haven't really heard any women. In fact, I've seen the opposite. Look how many look how many women, look how many parents. It's disgusting. It's literally sickening to see so many parents defending Cardi B and Megan. It's, it's, it, it, it turns my stomach. These people, these weirdos on my Facebook page debating yesterday are weirdos. You are a weirdo. If you th- if you think it's okay for kids to be listening to Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, you are a bad parent if you're defending that foolishness. Period. You are a horrible parent if you think that's okay. Anyone who has heard those, that's what I'm saying. So I want to be very clear. Anyone who has children and thinks that music is okay or okay for kids to listen to, or in any way positive or empowering, you are a horrible parent and probably a horrible person, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how I feel. And But so that's that's my my thoughts on Kamala. That's what started my views on Kamala. But, I, I don't, but outside of that, I don't have a lot of uh, a big problem with her. I mean, I wouldn't vote for her, be clear about that, for the reasons that I talked about before. Um, just things that I'm passionate about um, as far as abortion and, you know, the, the gender reassignment and, you know, gay, this whole gay agenda. Like, I don't, I just don't get down with the liberal agenda at all. Um, so I, w- I would never vote for a liberal period uh, or as someone who represented a liberal platform um, at all. But that's, that's kind of where it ends for me. Now, again, I don't, I'm not, I haven't really done my research on a lot of stuff. I've heard different things. But let me say this, what I have a problem with, and this is kind of in defense of her. Kamala Harris, it's like I said, it's fine to have research. And I haven't, I'm going to be honest, I haven't really done a lot of research on her. I know she was the attorney general of, uh, what, in California back in the day, and she uh, definitely had a lot of uh, policies that were responsible for incarcerating a large amount of African-American people. And, I, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm not, that's not, that's her job, and she did her job the way she saw fit. So, I mean, if you agree with that, cool. If you don't agree with that, cool. But that's what we can debate on. You know what I'm saying? If you want to debate her record as attorney general and and, and how that qualifies her to be, or whether or not that qualifies her to be president of the United States, that's fine. That's the type of stuff we should be talking about. But what a lot of people are out here talking about is, is she black? Like, is she she black? Can I just talk about that for a second? Is she black? You, you gotta be an idiot, and this is no, or this is probably disrespectful to whoever it, it applies to. But you're an idiot if you look at Kamala Harris and try to say she's not black. You're just dumb. Okay, that's just dumb. That's a dumb thing to do. It's a dumb thing to say. Okay, she that's a black woman. Okay, her she has uh, what Asian? She's a, her parents are of Asian descent and and Jamaican. Okay, so guess what? She's black. I mean, it's just dumb. My wife is lighter than Kamala Harris, and she's black. Kamala Harris is a light-skinned black woman. She's an AK. Shout out to the AKs. Wonderful. 
You know what I'm saying? And anyone who is questioning or wants to make a big deal of her race is just stupid, plain and simple. You know, like I said, if you want to talk about her her, her uh, policy, that's cool. We can debate about her policy, her views, her platform, but don't. I mean, Jamaican is black, okay? Like, just stop the dumb stuff, all right? Um, she had an affair or that was the rumor or whatever. Okay, it's like, who cares? Your boyfriend's cheating on you. You're cheating on your husband. Like, okay, who cares? I'm not into I don't care, you know, what she did, you know, 20 years ago or however many years ago, whatever. She's married to a white man. Okay, whoop-dee-doo. Like, who cares? That stuff doesn't matter. The What does matter is, like I said, why, you know, what kind of president would she be potentially? What kind of vice president will she be potentially? That's what we need to be debating about, you know. And I debate with people about this all the time. People say, well, you know, we should be doing whatever. Who cares what she did and as far as policy goes? You should just vote for her no matter what. See, I don't I don't subscribe to that. I'm, I'm, I will never do that. I will never just blindly vote for someone because of whatever. Okay, Donald Trump, so we should just vote for her so we can get the – no, 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 no. You have to live – well, I'll just speak for myself. I have to live with – see, for me, my vote is is special. My vote is is, is has meaning. Like I said, I, I'm voting for my ancestors. I'm voting for, because of an obligation of what they went through. So I would never disrespect the voting process by just voting blindly for anybody. I would never do that. So for me, I, it's required that I do research – I will. I have always watched every single debate. I've ever. I've always watched every um, Republican debate. I've watched every Democratic debate. So I can. I've listened to these Breakfast Club interviews, and I, I'm. I like the Breakfast Club platform because these candidates they have established themselves. And I've been on since before the Breakfast Club. Just to be clear about that, I'm the original Urban Podcast. You know what I mean? I was. I started this whole thing. But be, but be clear, they are doing a great job. Um, with their platform um, on making it so that presidential candidates feel like they have to come there. Ironically, and, and Joe Biden is a clown. Joe Biden is, the, and I talked about this on a podcast a few months ago where he went on the Breakfast Club with this 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 sense of um, entitlement. The way he just talked down to Charlemagne, the way he talked down to these people, like he was just, like it was a given. You, I mean, I just want y'all to watch. I watched every single interview. He is the only person. He's, this guy is like a psycho, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real with you. I sat down there and watched Beto O'Rourke go on the Breakfast Club, humble, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris. Um, um, uh, who else? Who else went on there? Uh, uh, Andrew Yang. Um, uh, Julian Castro went on the breakfast call. Everybody sat on there humble. You know, they answered the question. They came on there for an hour long, for 45 minutes long, answered every single question. Elizabeth Warren, I don't necessarily agree with them, but they at least had the the humility to to respect the platform, to respect the fact that they have to earn these votes, that the black vote is not a given Joe Biden is the – listen to what I'm saying to you. I've watched – I don't know if y'all watched it or not. I watched every single interview. He's the only person that came on there for 15 minutes. 
he didn't even care enough to go on the number one platform, you know what I mean, in the world for black for the black community for more than 15 minutes. And when he got there, he wanted to be arrogant and cocky and condescending. And they say, well, look, I don't know, He's just totally dismissing Charlamagne, totally dismissing. I said, look, well, look, if you don't know whether or not you're going for me or Trump, then you ain't black. And that's not the only thing he said. It's just, he's just a clown. You know what I mean? And I just can't, I, you know, that's just, that really rubbed me the wrong way. They have millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of black uh, listeners. And you can only, you want to be president of the United States, and you can only sit on there for 10 minutes, for 15, and you want to talk the whole time and not let, and filibuster the interview, not let Charlamagne even get a question out because you want to talk about what you want to talk No, sit your ass down and listen, just like everybody else did, and get those questions. Dude, is senile. Nobody can sit. You know, let me stop. Because it's, it's amazing, man. You know, but, you know, that's everybody's choice. Let's talk about why, in my opinion, Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris. So we had, and he put it out there early on that he was going to vote for, or excuse me, he was going to pick a black woman. I think he said at first he was going to pick a woman. He said he definitely wanted to have a woman. Then he, you know, changed it to he wants to have a black woman as a running mate. So we had the choices of Kamala Harris, uh, Stacey Abrams, uh, Susan Rice became a, uh, you know, a candidate. There was some talk also about Elizabeth Warren. Because, you know, typically, if you guys know about politics, the role of the vice president, you know, is or the presidential running mate or vice presidential running mate <clears throat> is really to, one, complement you. You want someone that compliments you, not doesn't take away from you, but compliments you. But you also want someone that is going to be able to tap into a market, tap into a particular voter pool that you yourself may be struggling. You know, so that's why Obama. Obama obviously had the young black vote, but he struggled with the older white men. So what do you do? He had he got you know, and he at the time he had no experience no real political experience other than being a senator. So he said, you know what, let me take a lifelong politician like Joe Biden, Joe Biden, an older white man, you know, who has a lot of experience in the government, and that will shore up my base. You know, that will energize that base, and I have my own following, and there you go. So what Joe Biden is, he's kind of following the same um, strategy but reverse. He's now the old white man. He picked a younger black woman. So that's what he wants to do. And I get that strategy. That's a great strategy. So that's why he did it for people who may be listening, maybe, you know, unfamiliar why he chose to, chose her, why he wanted to uh, choose her, as opposed to um, Elizabeth Warren, who has more experience. He's a you know, white woman, but, you know, he wanted that young black crowd. He's hoping that she can, because voter turnout is a problem right now. Voter turnout was a problem throughout the year, throughout the last couple of years with these primaries. So he's hoping that we will have a strong voter turnout uh, in November, and he's hoping that Kamala will be able to energize our community in a way that he may not be able to. Um, and so that's the, that's the plan. We'll see whether or not that works. Here's the problem. Um, the problem is, is in my, from my perspective, is that I don't know if you guys watched the debate, but 
Joe Biden and Kamala, Kamala Harris actually made national headlines <laughs> in the first debate. And I, it, it's crazy because she was trying to make a name for herself. And so how do you make a name for yourself in a debate? You have a viral moment by going after the, the front runner. At the time, Joe, Joe Biden came in and was the front runner. So Kamala Harris wanted to be a front runner, so she blatantly attacked him. Did y'all see that? She attacked him. She attacked him and pretty much called him a racist. You know, she talked about the, the busing situation back in the day, and, um, you know, she she called him a racist, plain and simple. You know, and Joe Biden even said that he felt attacked. He said he felt like that was not fair. He felt like it was not right for her to question his his morals, his values. Um, and ultimately, a lot of people are saying that that's why she that backfired on her. The moment, whatever moment, momentum that she had was lost because people didn't like the fact that she was attacking him in that way. Although, ironically, I think that she was correct in doing so because I personally view Joe Biden as a racist based on actions, based on legislation, based on comments. I mean, you know what I mean? I do believe Joe Biden is a racist, absolutely. Um, and, again, specifically based on things that have come out of his own mouth. Um, same way I feel like Hillary Clinton is a racist based on things that have come out of her own mouth. And, you know, I don't think that picking a black woman to, as a running mate erases that. It, it doesn't erase that. Um, and so, you know, like I said, Joe Biden, I don't know if people remember, man, if people remember um, Joe Biden's treatment of Anita Hill. Many of you may not know who Anita Hill even is or even care who Anita Hill is. Why? Because Donald Trump is president. And we got to get Donald Trump out. But for me, I remember Anita Hill. And I remember Joe Biden and his despicable treatment of Anita Hill. For those of you who are unfamiliar with who Anita Hill is, Anita Hill is someone who filed a harassment lawsuit against um, Clarence Thomas. You know what I'm saying? And so at the Clarence Thomas's uh, uh, confirmation hearing, you know, she she testified about how he, you know, he basically said, "Hey, is that a?" She had a, a Pepsi can or a Coke can on her desk. He walked over to him and was like, yo, is that a pubic hair on you? Like, first of all, he's a clown. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what kind of game is that? What are you trying to, you trying to, you know, introduce yourself or, or be sexual with a woman? That's not the best thing to say, oh, yeah, is that a pubic hair on your, on your Coke? Like, come on, get out of here. But that's what he said. He harassed her. And, and, and from what I understand, said some other things. So it's just like, you know, so at that hearing, Joe Biden specifically was interrogating her and grilling her like she was on trial. Who the hell does Joe Biden think he is? You know what I'm saying? That's a black woman that you're attacking. You're an old white man attacking a black woman who's saying, I was raped or I was assaulted or I was harassed. You don't treat black women like that. You know what I'm saying? At that time, Joe Biden needed punched in the face for attacking a black woman in that way. So much so, in fact, he has apologized on many occasions for his treatment of Anita Hill. He's apologized because he knows he was wrong. You know what I'm saying? But black folk, man, I tell you, we have very short memories. You know what I'm saying? We have very short memories when it comes to that type of stuff. 
And if you again, if you're just hearing this stuff for the first time, shame on you. But if you are, you know, do your own research. Don't take my word for it. You know, research Joe Biden's treatment of of Anita Hill. You know, um, and again, I'm not telling you how to vote. I'm just talking about this stuff. You guys have to make your own decision. If you choose to vote, I told y'all earlier in the show, I don't care who you vote for. I'm not mad at you for voting for Joe Biden. I'm not mad at you for voting for Donald Trump. Guess what? I'm not mad at you for not voting at all. That's your decision. Just do what vote for what you are passionate about. But that's so, so those are the reasons why Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris. Um, I will say this. I, I personally don't believe Joe Biden will will um, will win. Um, and I'm just going to – and that's not to say why well, I don't want him to win. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not. I, I, I would be perfectly fine. I want to be clear. I'm not afraid, afraid to be clear either. I would be perfectly fine never having a liberal president. And I don't care if it's Joe Biden. I don't care if it's who, whoever it is. Because I, I know what it is, I just don't like the liberal agenda. So I'd be A-OK if we never had a president who was championing gay rights the way Barack Obama did. You feel what I'm saying? I would be perfectly OK if we don't have a president that's just pushing, you know, uh, for the, the murder of black babies, you, you know what I'm saying, in the black community. Like, that's not OK to me um, at all. I would prefer to have a Supreme Court that um, would would be in favor of outlawing and banning abortion. I would prefer that. I would be happy with that. You feel what I'm saying? So, that, and that's just my views. And I'm not afraid to say that. Abortion in the black community is the number one killer. People want to debate that. That's the number one killer of black of blacks. Not cops. Not white cops. But, but abortion. We're killing, we are killing our own race off. We are using, we have people out here using abortion as a form of contraception. I know people who have seven, eight abortions. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, you know, that's, I don't feel like that's okay. I don't think that's something that should be done. So, but like I said, I, don't, I do not believe Joe Biden will win. And I, I'm just going to tell you why. I think that, first of all, the, the Kamala Harris effect, I believe, is going to backfire on him. I feel like because she attacked him in such a way, it's hard to come back from that because you are, people are already looking at him as a racist. Your own running mate called you a racist. So it's just like, I guess the, the question is, which racist do we want in office? You know what I mean? And that, that's going to be the rationale. But for me, I'm just not voting for a racist. Period. You know what I mean? So if you can't read between the lines, am I voting for Donald Trump? No. Am I voting for Joe Biden? No. But am I voting? Yes. Who are you voting for? Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't even worry about it. You know, you vote for who you vote for. You know, people say, well, I'm voting for the lesser of two evils. I'm not. I'm not voting for no evil. You know what I'm saying? I'm not voting for evil at all. I'll let you have the evil. You vote for the evil for for the both of us. I'm cool. I don't think the Bible says, I don't think God is pleased with you supporting evil. You say, I don't support it. I'm just voting for it. Well, no, your vote is support. You're supporting whoever to get to that office of presidency. I mean, you're not really because it's, it's all fake to begin with, but you guys get my point. 
You know what I'm saying? You're quote unquote supporting by voting. You know what I mean? I uh, another reason why I do not believe that Joe Biden will win is because and this is just my opinion. This is my opinion. I personally don't believe that um Joe Biden or that America is ready for a a black president. I definitely don't believe that America, white America, racist America is ready for a black female president. And you know, and it, you know, Joe Biden is what 80 years old or he will be eight. how old is Joe Biden? Joe Biden is at least eight, about to be 80 or will be 80, you know, at some point in the very, very near future. So the life expectancy of men is like, what, 72? And, then, you know, God forbid something happens to Joe, she will be president. I personally, I would be shocked, you know, if if uh, white America, which you absolutely need the uh, support from in order to be president. See, one of the things about Obama was that he had that crossover appeal. So he was able to get a, a very high level of support from white America. And so that's the only re- – black, black people voting for you is not enough in this country to put you in office. You've got to win states like Iowa. You have to win states like, uh, you know, Montana and different things. You have to have a strong showing in these very, 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 very white states. You know, and I – you know, like I said, I could be wrong, but I just don't see that um, – you know, see that happening. Another thing that I will say is this. Joe Biden is, in my opinion, has not done enough to energize the black community, specifically on what he's going to do. You you guys are like, for example, Obama was able to, his whole, and this is the irony of the whole thing, but Obama was able to come in and run on a platform of change, right? The change that was supposed to happen was we're changing from how things were done under the Bush, the Bush administration, and, and they were going to be so drastically different. But the change wasn't for white America. He was talking to us. He said, I'm the first black man, and I want to change the way things are done. And ironically, he did things exactly the same as they've always been done. Obama, I don't know if you guys know, but he received the highest, this is amazing, he wanted to change how things are done, but he received more donation, donations from corporations and billionaires than any presidential candidate in the history of this country. You guys know what that means, right? You do realize that, right? Obama received more corporate dollars than any president presidential candidate in the history of this country. That means he was bought and paid for. That means he was more of a puppet than anyone. That money matters. Money does matter. If I give you a million dollars right now, there's going to be some favors that are required of that. You guys do realize that, right? That's how it's always been done. That's what the Clintons did. Hillary Clinton, you know, got they talked about her getting paid $500,000 to give a speech. Obama gave that same exact speech once he was out of office and got the same $500,000 from the same exact people. Did y'all know that? After criticizing her as being corrupt in the primary. They, Obama and Clinton used to kill each other in the primary. Clinton used to call Obama all types of names. Obama used to call Clinton all types of names. And she's corrupt. She did, she did that for taking this, for taking that. And he took all the same money. 
in and out of office. Go figure. But I don't believe that Joe Biden has had that type of platform. He does not have the type of platform that screams change. He does not have the type of platform that says, I'm going to significantly improve the life of African Americans. He doesn't. He, it's just not what he, I mean, that's not to say he doesn't have certain things on his website, or, but that's just not the message that he's putting out there. You know, um, on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne has made it a point, which I respect, to specifically ask these people, what is your black agenda? Do you have an agenda for black people? And Cory Booker, ironically, was the only person that said, no, I do not have a black agenda. I have an agenda, but it's not a specific agenda it's, you know, uh, for black people. It's for you know, Asians, it's for whites, it's for Indians, you know, Native, excuse me, Native Americans. He, but he would, he, that's what he was criticized for and probably why he didn't gain more traction within the black community because he specifically said, I don't have a black agenda. And, but everyone else, after that, I think Cory Booker was one of the first people that went on the Breakfast Club, and they killed him. They just grinded him up for months and months and months after that. And so every person out there, Bernie came on there, Julian Castro came on, Elizabeth Warren, Charlamagne asked him, what's your black agenda? Oh, they had that thing ready. Oh, they had it ready. So, um, and again, shout out to the Breakfast Club. They, are, they have a very, very powerful platform. They, these candidates run on there. And some have been on there two and three times. I think Kamala Harris was on there two times. Cory Booker was only on there once, I believe. Bernie was on a couple of times. You know what I mean? So um, Tom Steyer was even on there. A billionaire came on to the show when he decided he wanted to run. But so I, I just would like to see Joe. Um, actually, I shouldn't say I don't care what Joe does. But if, if he wants to energize the black community, he's going to need to do a better job of um, putting out his black agenda, plain and simple. Um, what else, man? I think one of the things people, like I said, People need to understand that I think the media does a really good job of um, painting this picture of Republicans are bad, Democrats are good. Republicans are racist, uh, liberals, and Democrats are for, are for the people or for our people. And that really couldn't be further from the truth. You know what I'm saying? It, it really couldn't be because one, one of the things i got to realize is the media, first and foremost, is fraudulent. The media is fake. The media, there is people, you know, Donald Trump has kind of um, commercialized that term, but it, it, a lot, most of this stuff is fake news. I've been watching fake news for the last 20 years. Most of this news is fake. Most of this news is fraudulent. The mainstream media is fake. They tell you what they want you to believe. You know, they will push a particular agenda. And one of the things people need to understand is that there are just as many racist Democrats out here as there are racist Republicans out here. One of the things you have to understand is that the media, uh, excuse me, the the Ku Klux Klan endorsed Hillary Clinton when she ran against Obama. I never saw any any big major thing from her saying, no, I don't want this nominee, or I don't, uh, what do you call it, I... uh, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I don't want that nomination. I don't want that support from the Klan. You know what I'm saying? I don't. But she didn't do that. She didn't make a whole big thing about it. But you think the Klan didn't support Clinton when she was when she her main competitor was Obama? You know what I'm saying? And and uh, you know so and that's imp- but the media they don't show you that. Let the, let the media tell it. 
all Democrats are 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 for black people, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Y'all think there's no racist Democrats? You think there's no good Republicans? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and it's just crazy. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that, like I said, Joe um, has some work to do, um, and I would just encourage, like I said, he, and he's, he's first of all, like I said, in my opinion, Joe is not in his right mind. Okay, and that's just that's just you know, if anyone watches him, it's gonna get bad. It's gonna get really bad. These debates, and again, I watch. Most people don't watch debates. Most people did not sit back and watch the Democratic primary debates. And this is no disrespect, but I I genuinely believe Joe uh, Joe Biden has some form of either whether it's early forms of dementia or um, something. You know, he's stuttering. He's saying things that don't even make sense a lot of the time. The media hides it as best they can, but it's worse. It's it's worse than people realize. It's worse than the media is showing you. They hide it. But if you anyone who really watches him speak for like an extended amount of time, he's not all the way there. I'm just being real with you. He's not. And that's not to say, oh, Donald Trump is this, but it's gonna be just, it's gonna be like a massacre when they debate head to head. Because Joe can't, Joe is not, y'all, y'all, I mean, y'all see it. If you don't see it, you will see it. But you should see it by now, because I see it. I've been seeing it. Um, what else, man? I mean, that's it. Like I said, I'm not going to talk y'all ears off tonight. Like I said, I still want to do, I'm still going to do a show tomorrow. If you guys are just tuned in or tuned in late, I want to talk about WAP. You know what I'm saying? WAP, uh, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. We're going to have some fun tomorrow. That's going to be a fun conversation. I can't wait to talk about that. I mean, this is fun, too. I love to, I love talking about politics. I love talking about this stuff. Um, but I'm going to love talking tomorrow tomorrow about uh, Cardi B and, and, and the wet ass. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about that. But, yeah, man, um, follow me on social media. Um, turn on your notifications so that way you can always be informed when I'm live, when, I, when I'm talking about this stuff. Um, check me out, datontobershow.com, for all past shows, YouTube, um, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, add yourselves to the Friends of the Daydown Tober Show group. I don't, let me ask you a question real quick, man. How many of y'all read my first book, The Love We Had? Go on Amazon, buy my book, The Love We Had, the best novel, best love story you'll ever read. Check it out. And um, and that's it. I'm, I'm going to come back tomorrow, and we're going we're gonna to have some fun. So I'll talk to you all tomorrow.
date on Hope will motivate you girls A date on be a motivation child A date on Hope will come and rock your world Date on be your motivation, child. A date on top will motivate you, girl. Date on be your motivation, child. A date on top will come and change your world. You don't ever have to settle for less. You don't have to be a fool. Call them up, let the tears fall down. Tell them how you feel. So little girl, don't be lost anymore. Motivation, child, I did on top of motivation. 